but also going to the grocery store is like going on an adventure. Like all the different new products you might see. I find it fun, so sometimes it's hard. Hey there, welcome to the Recipes with Ray podcast. Today I'm going to take you through my 2024 New Year's kitchen resolutions. I have never had kitchen New Year's kitchen rev- resolutions before, but I I mean, New Year's resolutions are in the air. You're hearing about them everywhere on social media, and it just sparks some ideas of like what I wanted to strive for in the kitchen. And I'm not a big New Year's resolution kind of gal. I like to take on resolutions any time of year that they come to mind and that I think they could be beneficial to me. So just in saying that, if you guys are thinking of New Year's resolutions for any part of your life, please don't feel pressured to jump into them right January 1st It's okay if you don't get to them in January. It's okay if you don't get to them till December. As long as it's something that is bettering you and you take baby steps to, it's okay. There's no pressure. Okay? Do do what's good for you. And of course, always strive to better yourself, better your life. But let's get back into the kitchen. So I have 10 resolutions for you. All right? And so first on the list is keeping my flat surfaces clear. Now, I am borrowing this from a YouTuber. Her channel name is But First Coffee. And she does, what does she do? Organization, cleaning, motherhood, it's the stuff that I watch is usually like organization cleaning stuff. And one thing that she, I've heard her say is keep your flat surfaces clear. And you can probably relate to this, but I, my... I feel so much better mentally and probably physically too when my spaces are clean. And when I come home or I go into the kitchen and I just have stuff on all of my counters, I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to make dinner tonight because first I have to clean off, I have to clean off my counters and I don't know where to put all the stuff that I've, I've put on my counters. And so it's not even January 1st yet. And I have started in the past, well, I was gone last week visiting family for Christmas, but the week before, actually it was like the two days before I left. And today, the first day that I'm back, cleaned off my counters. I left my coffee grinder and I left my toaster oven on there and I left... There's one counter space that's away from my sink. It's away from my stove. And so there's a few things that I'm going to let gather there because I don't have a, a bowl or a basket or a hook for the things to go on yet. Um, and so just having... Oh, I also have my utensil jar holder. Still, it's on my counter. It's next to my oven. And I just today, having my th- three main areas of countertop clear. I haven't done any cooking today, but when I went to prepare my supper, when I went to make my coffee, it was just nice to have a clean surface to set my plate down or my bowl down while I'm assembling things. And it's just, it felt so nice going into my kitchen and having a clear space. And it's so much easier. You know, when you're trying to cook and you have a recipe and you have so many different parts and you don't have it, you run out of places to put things 
it's frustrating not having a place to set ingredients down or you don't have space to work to roll out a dough or to mix things together. So just always preparing, always having your kitchen prepared and just keeping my surfaces as clear as I can. I know I'm not going to be perfect, but it's something I'm going to strive for. Number two, get an apron. I do not have an apron. I have not had an apron since I was young. And it's it's still at home. I know my mom still has it. But I, you know, you're standing in front of the stove. You're cooking something fatty and it's kind of spitting and sputtering. And you know it's it's getting on your clothes a little bit. And I have lived too many years of my life without an apron. But I'm very picky. I don't want I don't really want a patterned apron. I want like an elegant apron, not a fluff, not a floofy apron. I don't want frills. I don't want lace. I kind of want just a nice solid color. I don't know if I need pockets. I've never needed pockets before when I've been cooking. Uh, but I think it's, it's a wise investment. And maybe I can get like an iconic apron, like a Recipes with Ray apron for the, for the YouTube channel, for the cooking and the actual cooking part. Um, I don't know if I want like recipes with Ray on it. We'll see. Because also in the new year, I plan, I want to get more of me into my videos. If you watch my recipes with Ray YouTube channel and you watch me cook and bake, I usually don't show my face very much. Um, and I want to start incorporating that a little bit more get a little more, have it feel a little more personal, get some of my real time expressions and feedback on how the cooking is going. So I digress. An apron. We'll work on it. We'll see. If you guys have any apron recommendations, please leave them below in the comments if you are watching on YouTube. Third New Year's resolution is to get a wide mouth funnel. If you guys have been around this December, December 2023, or even December 2022, if you're around for Bake Miss 2022, you'll know that I did not have a, a wide mouth funnel. I kept folding up some foil and using that as a wide mouth funnel. And then if you stuck around or you found me in 2023, I still did not pick up a wide mouth funnel. I did the entire Bake Miss, nine episodes of Bake Miss 2023 with no wide mouth funnel. Again, using just some foil that I folded up. It worked, but uh, a wide mouth funnel would also come in handy the rest of the year. Resolution number four, actually meal planning. Now, I usually do this to an extent. Each week, I'm like, okay, I need at least two recipes, two recipes to make my lunches and my dinners for just for me for most of the week because I take my, I like taking leftovers to work for lunch instead of like just making a sandwich or something. I like having an actual yummy meal at lunchtime. And so... I usually get that, but that leaves, I need three to four recipes a week to get me through all seven days. So I'm, I'm halfway there. I am halfway there. I need to add it. I'm going to take a baby step and just add three meals. Like when I go to the grocery store, three meals. Okay. What are the ingredients I need for Creamy spinach tortellini. What do I need for chicken fajitas? What do I need for Korean beef over rice? Okay, make sure I have all those ingredients. And that takes me into New Year's resolution number five. And that is going to the grocery store only once a week. 
Now, I normally go at least once a week, but I usually end up going like one time randomly after work because I ran out of milk or I want a certain snack or I need, I want to pick up a salad kit because I don't really have any vegetable to have with supper tonight. And it's not a big deal, but it takes up my time and I want to be more ruthless with my time and just use it more wisely so that I'm not, I don't have a lot of time after work between coming home from work and going to bed. And there are a lot of things I like to try and scrunch into my hours between coming home and going to bed. So I really want to optimize that and go to the grocery store once a week. Like I know how much milk I'm going to use in a week. So why don't I just like, oh, I only have a half gallon left. That'll take me through most of the week. But by that before my next grocery store trip, I'm going to need more milk. So let's just get ahead of the game and get some more milk. Stuff like that. Just be more prepared. In the same vein, New Year's resolution number six, sticking to my grocery list. So I grew up going to the grocery store with my mom and I am still kind of like this and I don't think it's bad, but buying stuff on sale like I have a I have a pantry and I like to keep stocked up on certain things, certain things that I know I'm going to use that have a long shelf life so I don't feel bad. It's not like produce that I need to either freeze or use up before it goes bad. But sticking to my grocery list. I think where I get where this catches up with me is usually in the produce section. Like oh, this vegetable's on sale. Oh, these these fruits are on sale. So I'm like, ooh, I haven't had these in a while. Ooh, it'd be good to diversify what fruits and veggies I'm taking in, which yes, that is true because different fruits and veggies have different nutrients and we need a variety and that's very healthy for our body. But stick to my grocery list because it's also, oftentimes I buy a produce and I don't use all of it and it goes bad. And then I wasted money. Like it may not be a lot of money, might be a couple dollars, but still like it, that adds up and I don't want to be wasteful with my money or with the food. But also going to the grocery store is like going on an adventure, like all the different new products you might see. I find it fun. So sometimes it's hard. New Year's resolution number seven is keeping my fridge clean and clear of items I know I'm not going to use. So I'm very guilty of produce having produce that I don't use and or I don't know how to use so I don't use it and then I never get around to it and it goes bad and then I like put off throwing it out part of that is like I don't want to put it in my garbage and then it starts to smell before my garbage is full and I need to empty it so we're kind of everything is kind of coming together sticking to my grocery list only going to the grocery store once a week, but basically sticking to my grocery list and keeping my fridge clean and clear of items I'm not going to use or I don't use. So I was just gone for a week, got back yesterday. Today, I cleared out the food that had been in there for a week. I try to use up as much as I can before I go out of town just so that I'm not wasteful, but I sometimes don't get around to everything. So there are a few things that I ended up throwing out, but now... Um, basically everything in my fridge is either like a condiment or it's still good and I can use it this week or in the future. But I also have some things in my fridge that have been in there for a 
probably longer than I'd like to admit. And I'm not going to use. So I think in the past month, I threw out some horseradish, some prepared prepared horseradish, the stuff you can buy in a squeeze bottle. And I, I enjoy horseradish, but I, I don't use it. And I've had that horseradish for multiple years. And I just, I just don't use it. So I toss that out. And now I have some buffalo sauce in my fridge and I used it, I think this spring, (laughs) spring 2023, um, to make cauliflower wings, buffalo cauliflower wings. I made those for the YouTube channel and I, I don't love buffalo sauce. It's just not for me. And so why am I keeping the rest of my jar of it? Because it's probably not going to go bad for a very long time. If anyone needs some buffalo sauce, hit me up. I'll bring it over. Um, but it's just another thing we have. We, we accumulate so many condiments sometimes when we're trying new recipes and then we end up not using them. And so maybe you can give them to a friend who likes to cook and uses that soy sauce or that oyster sauce or that buffalo sauce that you're not going to use, but they will. Or like I'll probably just end up dumping my buffalo sauce down the drain and recycling the bottle. But it just helps like your countertops. You go into your fridge. It doesn't have to be perfectly organized like produce, pop, last night's pasta. Like you don't have to have it like super organized. But when you have only things that you know you're going to use or that are leftovers, it just makes it so much easier going into your fridge. And it's the same thing with your freezer. Um, Right now I have some frozen fish fillets that have been in there for a long time. They're probably still fine, but they may be freezer burnt. And they're just taking up, they're just taking up real estate in my freezer. So I should probably do something with those. I'll put that together with my keeping my fridge clean and clear of items I don't use. New Year's resolution number nine is one that I... I had for 2023 and I did okay with, especially at the beginning of the year, but I kind of faltered on it going into summer and into fall. But that is baking as many and as much of my bread products as I can. So baking my bread, making tortillas, making rolls, because it is, I mean, bread isn't isn't super expensive, um, but compared to being able to make it at home is... It makes a difference. And I love my one hour uh, honey whole wheat bread roll recipe. And they're 100% whole wheat, which I love. Um, And I have an easy, no need Dutch oven bread recipe. And it's a really quick one. In total, it probably takes three, three and a half hours, which is very fast compared to a lot of Dutch oven bread recipes. I would like to find a good sandwich bread recipe and I may need to just start with a 100% all-purpose flour recipe because finding one that is whole wheat or half whole wheat sometimes you don't get that gluten and so it's more crumbly and you just you're used to store-bought bread using that for sandwiches and then trying to make something I don't know if you can actually make something the same at home it's just I don't know how they make bread like they do. 
on a mass scale and how it ends up with that texture and how they can cut it so thinly. Of course, they have a bread slicing machine, so that makes a difference. I want to get back to making my bread at home. And one thing that had stopped me in the summer was that it had gotten warm and my recipe calls you to calls for you to turn your oven up to is it 425 or 450 and that really heats up that really heats up your house and so when it got hot out I just I didn't like adding that extra heat to my house but maybe this year I will find maybe a grilled bread recipe we will see. That'll be interesting because in the grill, your heat is all on the bottom and you don't want to burn the bottom. You want, you just, we'll see. Maybe we'll have like a Dutch oven grill, grilled bread recipe. Stay tuned. Or if you have any ideas, let me know down in the comments. I also want to, moving on to New Year's resolution number nine. Did I say New Year's resolution number nine for number eight? Baking my bread is number eight, if I said that wrong. New Year's resolution number nine is making more of my snacks at home because so I moved two to three months ago and the month of moving and then since moving, it's like I kind of got out. I got into this weird funk of like I is like I didn't want to cook or bake. It just seemed like it took so much more energy. And so I found myself I thought it was very valid, like when I was packing and moving, having a lot more store-bought snacks I could just grab and go. And now, like, it's more expensive. It's more expensive to buy store-bought snacks. But I love, there's a variety of, like, muffins that I can snack on, or energy balls, or uh, overnight oats are a big snack that I take to work, and those are super easy to, to put together. I don't know, I could use some ideas for some homemade snacks, but... Muffins, energy balls, I like, I use a lot of oats. Oats seem like such a, a good ingredient to use in such a variety of snacks. So I want like the health factor, but I also want them to be delicious. So homemade snacks is also something I'm going to need to incorporate into my meal planning and my grocery list composing to make sure I have all the ingredients I need to bake or make whatever snacks I want. If you have any ideas please leave a comment. And last but not least, my New Year's resolution number 10 is focusing on using natural materials in the kitchen. And I already do this for the most part, but what I mean by this is focusing on using cast iron, metal, glass, wood, uh, stone, in my utensils, in my pans, in my baking vessels, in my glassware, water bottles, cutting boards. I think the cutting boards are the big, the, the main thing for me that I'd like to transition to wood or stone. So this is just a personal thing for me. Um, plastics are great. I think they have a great use, a great place. Silicone, high temperature, uh, easy to wash. Plastic um, oftentimes is microwave safe, but is it good for you? It's dishwasher safe, but is that good for it? All of these things about plastic. So plastic is great. It's great if you have kids. This is just personal to me. I already use my cast iron for the most part on my stovetop. I do have a saute pan that I use that's nonstick. That it's just, it's just bigger than the 
cast iron I have right now. So maybe I'll just go to um, 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 antique stores usually have used cast iron. And so maybe I'll find just a, a little bit bigger cast iron than the one I have now. Because mine is maybe a 10 inch and it's a little too small for some of my stovetop recipes. And then my baking sheets are my baking sheet. I have one. It's aluminum, which is great. And then I use parchment or foil to line my pans when I'm baking. Um, I have an enameled cast iron and I don't know what the enamel is made out of. If you know, let me know. Or do I need, should I be switching to a raw cast iron? I don't know. I'm not going to be that much of a stickler. Um, one of my coworkers gifted me a nine by five stoneware bread pan. So good there. I think, like I said, my cutting boards, if you've watched any of my recipes on YouTube, I have cutting sheets. They're Pampered Chef. I have big cutting cutting sheets, cutting mats, and then I have smaller cutting sheets and cutting mats, and I like that they're flat to my countertop, and then I can just toss them in the dishwasher, but like even if you aren't worried about like plastic and what it can, what what's happening to your body with the plastic, when you cut into it, it leaves grooves where your knife was, and then it, like that's just harder to get clean, and so I'm not sure, like wood, should you be using soap on your wood? Or like, I don't cut any raw meat on my wood cutting board. I usually just use it for cutting my bread. Um, I usually just give that a scrub. I usually don't use soap on that. So we'll, we'll see about maybe getting, um, I don't know if I want a butcher block because that's big. It, t- it would take up a lot of space and it can be expensive. Or I've seen some people who have probably some just cheaper marble or faux marble, some stone cutting board. We'll see. That's something that I'm I'm going to be exploring. And then my utensils, like I have a couple wooden spoons, um, but I don't have like my spatulas, my, my pancake flippers, those are plastic. And my spatulas, those are silicone. And I mean, you can you can do some pretty good bowl scraping with a wooden spoon if you have a nice tapered edge on it. But I mean, <sighs> spatulas are just so handy for getting every getting every last drop out of a bowl and then a pancake flipper i'm sure i can find a wooden pancake flipper somewhere and then my water bottles i've had this blender bottle since it's at least 10 years old so i would probably it's just so handy like you're in the car you can just one hand flip the top open take a drink, put it back. You just, you, you keep your other hand on the steering wheel. It's no, it's like my least disruptive bottle. Now I realize with either glass or metal water bottles, I'm going to have some sort of plastic and that's fine. Like I said, I'm not that much of a stickler. I'm just like baby steps towards natural materials. I don't have a Stanley water bottle, but I went to my friend's house a few weeks ago and she had this really cute Stanley water bottle. It's the cream stripe because I found it. (laughs) I looked it up because I'm like, was that a Stanley? I didn't get that close. Um, So I know that's metal on the inside and then you just have a plastic top or do I want, I remember my friend in college, she had a glass water bottle, plastic top, but then it had like a silicone wrap, kind of web wrap around the glass water bottle. So it's not just like 
you have glass knocking into things. You're not just holding onto glass. You actually have some grippy material around the outside. I don't know. If you have any water bottle suggestions, let me know. But that concludes my 10 New Year's resolutions for 2024. And if I don't accomplish them in 2024, I'll keep striving forward in 2025 if the Lord still has me on this earth. But that is all for today. Be sure to follow or subscribe if you are interested. Next episode of Recipes with Ray, the podcast, might be what is pumpkin spice? What is pumpkin pie spice? I don't know. You'll just have to you'll just have to stay tuned to find out. If you have anything you'd like me to talk about, please let me know. Drop a comment down below and Don't forget that Jesus loves you and he wants a relationship with you.